That's all about working with R&D, going through the test results and making sure we get the gapping ideal for what we think the, the main player type is. When people go look at the specs online, they're going to see little differences, half a degree here, a degree there. And I think that goes into the attention to detail that we put into this set. It wasn't just, hey, let's grab a couple of clubs out of this box, a couple of clubs out of that box and good luck, everybody. It really was attention to detail down to half degree increments, looking at the specs and really diving This is the Fitting Room Podcast. Here's your host, Nate Adelman. A few weeks ago here on the Fitting Room Podcast, I sat down with a very familiar voice, our Senior Director of Brand and Product Management, Dave Neville, to break down the new family of Apex Irons. And we've gotten a ton of great feedback on that episode. So thank you to all of those, uh, of those, those of you who have listened to that episode. If you haven't, it may be a good primer to listen to that episode first before getting into this one, because one of the most exciting parts about this year's Apex family of irons is all of the options. Not only are there wonderful options in terms of the different club heads uh, that we covered on the last episode with uh, the, the Apex Forge, Apex DCB, Apex Pro, and the previous um, Apex Musclebacks, lots of options but it also opens up a lot of options to mix and match and combine sets to build a custom combo set. And that is what we're talking about today. We've gotten a lot of questions about where should I split my set? How should I split my set? What are the things I need to consider? Um, What are the options that I can even do? And today we've assembled uh, an, an amazing group of guys. We've got Dave Neville again. He's back on core performance here with the Apex Irons, but we've also got Michael Verska, uh, in the house today, Michael is our director of custom fitting and player performance. And Michael, you've been on the show now uh, a, a half dozen times or so. And every time you come on, it's because you're dropping some really exciting news, some really exciting uh, innovation technology we're offering to help golfers play better golf. And I think today is no exception. So, fellas, welcome to the fitting room and thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Nate. Thanks. Thanks for having us on, Nate. Uh, we're, we're pumped about this new uh, combo menu. We've definitely expanded into a, a true in-and-out burger menu. I'll give Mr. Verska a bunch of credit uh, for that. But, uh, Michael, maybe you could talk about kind of the need for, for the combo sets before we dig into what the individual uh, models are. Yeah, thanks, Dave. I mean, the, the good news is the, the initial reaction has been tremendous, and obviously we were excited about it. And this really started from – you know, we've had mixed sets, a, a term literally just called a mixed set for a while. And, uh, you know, I was talking to Scott Manwaring and some of the guys in, in R&D and, you know, just our needs from fitting and you know, obviously aware of these incredible technology that, that we're bringing to the table with Apex and just started bouncing ideas off of them, you know, say, hey, you know, what about this? And, and what if we did this? And how would the, how could we help different player types? And talked to mem- uh, members of our National Fitters Board and got some feedback from literally some of the top fitters in the country. And, uh, you know, we went and looked at old data. How, how are consumers in the past, how have they set up some of these sets and looked at that on um, some historical information? And we got really excited of what this could mean for fitting, you know, how we can make it easier for consumers to just kind of plug and play and get that perfect combination for them. So, um, you know, these four sets, sweet, sweet spot, triple play, mixed and player. Um, you know, is a really, we think is, it covers a wide variety. And obviously, you know, people can still order anything they want. So, you know, if they just want one of this and everything else of that, we'll, we'll still support that from our custom department. But uh, we really think these four sets are, you know, the perfect combination 
from specs, from tooling. I know we're going to get into some of that, or at least I think we are going to get into some of that. So we've, we've done the heavy lifting for you. And uh, I was super excited. Yeah. Memi around the building, we're super excited. And now uh, consumers, we're, we're seeing their excitement. Now, now, Dave, the uh, the fitting room has been partially, uh, in a big way, kept in business the last couple of years by being a service to golfers to help them figure out this building, the, these custom combo sets. But Michael, you may be threatening our business model here because you've done all the work for us. You've made our job very easy. Uh, well, I truly hope I've made somebody's job easy. This uh, this was a fun project, and again, R and D was was great support. And you know, Dave was you know Dave was very aware of that. And you know, we talked about that in and out secret menu about you know order it animal style or protein style. And um, you know, this isn't so secret now. It's it's gained some momentum in a hurry, so everybody's going to know about it. Uh, wonderful. So um, before we get into the, uh, I guess, breaking down each of the four, you mentioned the sweet spot, the triple play, the mixed, and the player set. Dave, I'm wondering if you can talk us through some of the challenges of building a combo set, because it's not always as easy if you study the specs the way we do. You can't always just pop in, swap in one seven iron for the next, because there's a lot of differences. There's differences in the lofts. There's differences in the way the club heads are built. Um, so talk us through the I guess a lot of the, let's say, the, the unseen work that has to go on in the background to be able to deliver the golfer a, a really cohesive set of golf clubs. Yeah, you're exactly right. People think that they you just order like the Apex Pro and one of the Apex 21. They're just going to blend perfectly. But that's really not the case because our different models have different loft combinations, but also different bounce and offset and all that. And so what what Michael and the team has come up with, we've really doing a lot of the work there for you. So when we talk about with the, with the mixed set, we're actually going to have separate tooling for the apex pro. So some people, maybe you listen to this podcast are pretty inside baseball. As we, we say, we have different uh, shafts that we're using for the apex 21 and DCB versus apex pro. So 21 and DCB use a parallel tip shaft and the apex pro uses a taper tip. So what we've been able to do with this, this mix set, and it also applies to the triple play as well, we have separate tooling for the Apex Pro. That way, not only do we get the lofts correct, but the bounces are correct and the offset as well. And so they blend perfectly across the set. So you see this kind of four degrees of separation between the seven and eight. Then we have four and a half degrees between the eight and the nine, then five degrees between the nine and the P, and five degrees again between the P and the A. So it actually blends perfectly, but you're not having to crank the hosels where you're changing the bounce, the offset, and kind of how these, these actual clubs play. We also got all the lengths uh, fixed as well between the DCB and, and the Apex for that, uh, that sweet spot group. So we've done a lot of the work. And as Michael said, you can order these individually as individual sticks, but I would encourage people to look at these really cool four options that we already have set up. Now, the, the, uh, an issue that comes up a lot, you touched on it, is there may be a golfer who has a, a, an iron shaft that they really like. They've been using it on their last five sets of irons. It's got the right weight, the right feel, but it may only be available in taper tip, for example. Uh, this, adjust, or I guess the, the way that these clubs are built in terms of the hosel, um, the hosel shapes or hosel profiles really eliminates that issue where you can only have half your clubs have um, – uh, one, uh, I guess one type of shaft, but that is a lot of work 
to be able to do that on our end. So um, I guess to both of you guys, uh, what was it that you guys knew we had to do this extra work for golfers? Yeah, I'll let Michael uh, take that one and then I'll chime in. Yeah, I think Dave hit right on the head with with the specs. You know, one of the great things about fitting is, you know, we, we want to fit for the whole set, but usually you just hit a seven iron, right? So so that gapping that Dave talked about is so critical about ultimate performance when the player takes their clubs from a fitting bay, whether that's indoors or outdoors, onto the golf course. So, you know, getting it so we can get the, you know, we have the most shaft options possible is critical. I mean, at Callaway, we have literally, I can't keep track of, of how many shafts we offer. It's when you count weights and flexes of iron shafts, it's literally over 100. So, you know, we wanted as many of those options to be available as all of the, as many of these sets as possible. So again, the sweet spot, triple play and mixed, you can have all your, your taper tip, all your parallel shafts, all of them will fit in there and the gapping is going to be perfect and you can get exactly what you need. Now, when you get in the player set, that's the Apex Pro and MB. You know, we're, we, we, we tone that down a little bit, just the taper tip because of that MB set specifically. So you know, we've really geared again, this is from a very macro perspective for all player types and thinking about, you know, legacy shafts uh, that maybe people still love as well as the new stuff we're coming in. So uh, it really is a lot of work to make this, and I'm going to use this word inclusive to our full product line, right. uh, and it, not just heads, but shafts as well. So let's start uh, with going through the, the combo sets here, the combo menu, and we'll start with the one I'd say our golfers are most familiar with, which is the mix set. That is Apex Pro short irons, Apex Forged, uh, you know, long and mid irons. Um, walk us through that one. Uh, what changes have we made since previous mix sets? And I guess the, the big question for me, too, is how do you decide where to split the set? Yeah. Um, so it's just starting with the, the mix set. So this is what, what golfers have seen in the past from us, kind of our traditional combo set. So we're going to have Apex in the three through seven, and then the Apex Pro in the eight and up. And like I said, we have the separate tooling for the Apex Pro. The reason we cut off at the seven is around the, the face cup. So you're able to get the, the advantages of the face cup in the three through seven, the AI design flash face cup. And then you have the kind of sleeker look of the Apex Pro with the face plates in the eight and up, and that really helps with the spin consistency. So we think that's a perfect spot to, to make that cutoff between the, the seven and the eight. And in the past, and we've had questions about this also, we actually changed the finish of the Apex Pro so it would match the Apex 21. This time they already have the same finish, so the finish is gonna be the same as Michael was talking about with the, the tooling. These are gonna be all parallel shafts, which gives us access to um, either the taper or the parallel for the for the builds as well. So I think the mix set, this is gonna work for a lot of golfers. Uh, they're gonna love the look of the Apex Pro and those upper irons, but they have all the help of the Apex 21 in the three through seven. And uh, Michael, where would you guess amongst, you know, the player data that we've looked at, uh, amongst the, the combo menu, how, what percent of golfers do you think that, uh, who are getting combo sets would, would like this, this version? Well, I, I think this one is, you know, as, as Dave mentioned, this is historical set, right? This is the one we pulled forward and it, it's going to fit a wide range of golfers, kind of that kind of mid handicap. Again, hate to fit off handicap, but that's a good starting point for something like this. So this will probably be our, our largest percentage, uh, you know, triple play, I think is going to to steal some of these type players when we get to that as well. But this is a pretty broad group. You know, this is uh, the guys and, and gals who uh, are, are decent players, 
Um, you know, want to be able to maybe flight or work the short irons a little bit, but definitely, uh, you know, don't have checked their ego at the door and, and love the help and forgiveness uh, that Apex will offer. So, the, again, the mix set is going to be a wide range. Um, and I think it, along with the triple play, those two are going to be our biggest uh, that right. fit the most players. So let's uh, shift now to, I guess, this year's Apex has a, a third member of the family, the DCB, which is you know, the, the game improvement uh, uh, line in the Apex family, which in the past there, there hasn't been. So uh, the combo set that includes, you know, maybe slightly higher handicapped players or players who want a little bit more forgiveness, wider souls, the combo set that is a blend of Apex and Apex DCB, um, that is called the sweet spot. So that's exactly what it sounds like. It's about maximizing uh, the sweet spot. They're the two most forgiving members of the Apex family. So, Michael, how about that set? Um, that set is split between the five and the six, so a little bit different than the mix set. Talk to me a little bit about the, the origins of this set. Yeah, so, so this was, uh, you know, the DCB is new to the Apex family. So it was a great way to get um, – you know, to be able to make sure that we can kind of tease this into more bags, um, you know, especially in the long irons, right? So you have the four and five in the DCB and then standard Apex 21 and six uh, through pitcher approach wedge. So, you know, this is really for the player uh, who, who wants to play Apex. Game fits it really well, but maybe struggles with just with the long irons. Um, and so this is a great way, again, to get that four and five, a little bit more forgiveness, you know, probably just a little more distance uh, in that as well to maybe help out with some gapping things the way that it's been designed there. So the sweet spot is going to be, again, I hate, don't want to fit off handicap, but just as a general yeah. guideline, um, the, the highest handicap of the groups that we offer here. So, um, you know, probably, you know, kind of 10 and up, 12 and up. Um, and but certainly, again, into the into the high teens, if not even low 20s. Um, for that player who, again, wants Apex, wants the feel and, and all the amazing technology and, and the tungsten that goes into it and on and on and on, um, but needs maybe a little more help, again, especially in those long irons. Right. So I, I could see amongst, uh, uh, you know, some, some higher handicap players that really like the look of Apex, especially in the short irons. Those short irons look beautiful, but certainly want to benefit from the forgiveness in those long irons that are hard to hit. Um, a great option. Now, um, a, a very similar set. You've touched on it before. Um, the triple play. So the triple play here, it's going to be the same apex DCB in the four and five. Apex goes six through nine, but then the pitching wedge and the A wedge are apex pro. So uh, even going, you know, all three members of the apex family. Now, um, I'd love to learn more about this set because I know you, 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 uh, you have big, big, uh, big get. Uh, I guess forecast for, for for this this set of clubs or um, high hopes for it. And um, talk to me about the player type that's going to want all three. I'd love to hear Dave comments about this, but again, I think this is going to be a great set for the you know for a wide range of handicaps. I was actually just talking to a gentleman this morning who's uh, who's who's actually a single digit. Uh, his, his his son's a, is a plus handicap playing Division One college golf, and and this is the set he's going into. Mm. Uh, he's getting a little bit older, um, you know, so still a low handicap player, but realizes he needs a little bit more tech, needs a little bit more speed um, to help him out. So, you know, he was all about the triple play once I explained it to him, you know, loves the help and the distance and forgiveness of the DCB and the long iron. So, you know, even him, he maybe can feel like he can go after a little bit harder. And, you know, if he does, you know, maybe miss hit just a little bit, that extra help 
Um, but getting down to the pros, because he is a lower handicap player, having those Apex Pro and the wedges, you know, suits his eye, both uh, from a visual standpoint, uh, and well, lets him be able to hit some other shots. So, again, that triple play really is going to fit a wide range of players, uh, again, into low single digits um, for that player who maybe gets a little bit slower swing speed, low, uh, low handicap player. Now, one yeah. thing, one thing worth pointing out here is um, both the sweet spot and the triple play have this uh, apex forged in the six through the nine, but that set are not the same clubs. Um, that the the lofts are slightly tinkered on those. What's the rationale behind that? Again, that's all about working with R and D, going through the test results, and making sure we get the gapping ideal. Um, mm. You know, for what who, who we think the the main player type is. So yeah, you'll. When people go look at the specs online, they're going to see little differences, uh, you know, half a degree here, a degree there. And I think that goes into the attention to detail that we put into this set. It wasn't just, hey, let's grab a couple clubs out of this box, a couple clubs out of that box, and good luck, everybody. Right. Uh, you know, it really was attention to detail down to half degree increments, um, looking at the specs and, and, and really diving in deep. So it was a great team effort at Callaway to get things that we are very proud uh, to put in people's hands and, and know that, uh, again, once they get to the golf course, they're going to perform, uh, again, especially from a gapping and, and flight perspective, you know, making sure those windows are hit, right? You don't want a six iron that goes here and then you get your seven iron and, oh, my gosh, the, the window jumps up significantly, right? right. It's got more loft, so it's always going to go up a little bit. Um, but you, you know, when you hit that shot, you want to look up and know where that ball is going to be and what window it's going to go through. Just like a tour player, you know, maybe we won't do right. it quite as often as perfectly as a tour player, but we still have those thoughts and, and, and needs and these, uh, sets fill those. Right. And just for your super, uh, spec geeks out there on the nine iron and the triple play, we actually want a half a degree weaker. And then the apex pro in there are one degree stronger so the reason there is to get a four and a half degree gap between the eight and the nine, then a five degree gap between the nine and P and a five degree gap between the P and the A. So as Michael's saying, trying to get it perfectly flowing through the set so that the, the yardage gaps are dialed in. So the, the pro is a little bit stronger at the end of the set, the apex a little bit weaker, and that's what's going to get us to that perfectly blended set. Yeah. And uh, I think the, the, the buzzword today is attention to detail. I mean, the attention to detail on the configurations of all of these are, 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 I'd say, beyond what even a very well-informed golfer would know to custom order. It's just uh, the ability to do that when we have the testing resources that we have and we have the, the you know, computer simulation resources that we have and everything. It's just impressive. Um, now, the last one here on the menu um, that is a uh, a published menu, of course, like Michael said, golfers can really build whatever they want, uh, is the set, I think, Dave, that you designed for yourself, the player set. I wish. This is more like the Nate Adelman or Tyler Sheehan set right here, the the player set, the Apex Pro and the Apex MB. So we're going three through seven in the Apex Pro and then Apex MB eight and up. And the reason we do that, we talked about it before, but with the Apex Pro, you're going to have the flash face cup, the AI design flash face cup in the three through seven. You're also going to have that massive tungsten energy core that we talked about on the, on the other Apex show. So that's going to give you CG positioning. It's going to give you forgiveness and tons of ball speed. And then eight and up, you really have these MBs, these single piece forgings 
for real scoring clubs, being able to work it, getting that spin rate where, where we want it as well. Uh, so the MB in the eight and the up. So, you know, you better have a pretty low, little, pretty low handicap on your, on your card to go, to go with this one. But uh, I wouldn't sur- be surprised to see this in your bag, Nate. Well, one day I'll be able to pull that off. Today is not that day, I don't think. But um, a question now that we've covered all four sets, uh, a question I have specifically that I think will probably come up is I've noticed that it, we, with, with the exception of you know, half a degree here or there, generally like the short irons are being bent stronger to match the long iron set, more so than the other way around. I'm curious to know a little bit about why we chose to, uh, I guess, blend lofts that way, I guess, strengthening short irons versus weakening long irons. You want to take that one, Michael? Sure. Uh, yeah. So a couple things, and it really goes what Dave talks about is about, you know, making the, the flash face cup and, and, and getting that into play, you know, having that technology and then moving away from not having that technology, uh, you know, loft is one way to do that. So it, it really does help with the gapping. It, it helps with getting the right trajectory. So, uh, you know, when we, when we look at these, you know, I think too many people just look at loft, right. And say, Oh, the right. loft is this. And it used to be that. And we really have to take a holistic approach. It, it's bounce angle. It's the technology that goes in the face. It's the amount of tungsten that, that goes in. Um, it's the, you know, it's the materials that go in. So we have to look at this at a holistic approach. And again, loft is certainly one of it, one of them, no doubt. Right. Um, but loft is not in a vacuum. It all works together. And uh, again, we, we wanted to get the, both the distance gapping right as well as those windows uh, when you when you hit it for those players that that matters to. So, uh, again, in a lot of cases, uh, we went stronger. But as Dave mentioned, not all. Right. Yeah. One thing I wanted to point out is just in general, the the irons that are the pitching wedge or the the nine irons in these combo sets are typically being the, either the Apex Pro or the, or the MB. So strengthening those the the faces on those are not going to be quite as hot as the apex 21 so when you strengthen those a a little bit you reduce that yardage gap potentially that you might see because we're talking about face cup versus face plate here or uh face cup uh in the player set versus single piece forging so there's a big difference there and so you got to make some of those those tweaks and as michael said we're looking beyond just the law but what's the spin rate going to be what's the launch angle what is right. going to be the land angle and the window that we're, we're trying to hit with these. So it just goes back to what we were talking about before. We did the hard work for you. So we're really encouraging people to take a look at these four mixed sets. Uh, make your own if you want, but, but we did do the hard work for you. Yeah, so along those lines, if a golfer did decide to make their own, this is a subtlety I think worth, that's worth pointing out. Uh, if you are building your own where you're splitting the set in a different place, um, these sets, like we mentioned at the top, the tooling is custom for these sets. So these are clubs that the bounce, the leading edge, the lofts, all of that stuff is considered when, when they're being designed. So if you are building a custom set where you're splitting it, let's say at between the five and the six, instead of between the seven and the eight, and you are adjusting loft, that will be something to consider is what is it going to do to the bounce? What is it going to do to the leading edge? Um, And so that is something that uh, I guess, Dave, we still do have a purpose here is to help golfers, uh, answer some of those questions if they have that in mind. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing we've talked about on one of the other shows. I can't remember which one it was, Nate, but we talked about, it was around wedges around whether we wanted to bend strong or to bend uh, weak and, you know, different people have their different opinions on whether 
you know, you might be more of a digger, more of a slider looking at that. Um, but also the leading edge coming up uh, on it. So my personal opinion typically would be if you're just bending them, um, usually I think stronger is probably better than, uh, than weaker, but, um, it really depends kind of on your swing type. What do you yep. think about that, Michael? Would you bend it uh, something one degree strong or would you bend it one degree weak or what do you yeah, think? Yeah, so I think, I, I think, Dave, the answer to your question is, yeah, usually strong is better the way to go. But, you know, from a pure fitting perspective, the other two things we'd want to take into account is your specific angle attack. Are you somebody who's very steep or are you somebody who's more of a sweeper? And then two, are you playing a majority of your golf on one golf course, right? If, if you're yeah. playing, uh, you know, in Maine all summer when it's, you know, very lush and green and, you know, the, the grass is a little um, moister and thicker then you know, going a little bit more bounce isn't going to hurt. If, you know, you lived where I lived for 10 years in, in Texas area and it's 115 degrees most of the year and baked out, then, you know, you don't, that bounce, uh, that bounce isn't always your friend in that case. So, mm. We would want to ask that question. You know, we look at your swing data, what's your angle of attack or angle of approach. Uh, and then again, are you playing a majority of your golf uh, on one course? Uh, if you're somebody who maybe is traveling around the country, you know, then you wouldn't factor the course in as much if you're playing varied conditions. But uh, again, agree with that caveat. Let's look at those other two data points. Now, now last question for you guys. Um, I know a lot of golfers of varying skill levels are going to uh, really love the, these, you know, pre-configured combo sets that we have. I'm curious to know if we have any early readings from the tour. Uh, any of our tour players uh, opting for these combo sets or building their own combo sets um, from this from the uh, combo menu? Yeah, I will say one one thing that's been challenging with the tour around the pandemic is we haven't been able to fit as many players as quickly as we would have liked in past years in December, we would set up in Florida, in Arizona and California and have these kind of three massive stations with our tour van. So players could, could fly out or if they lived in the area, it could come out. We're not able to do that this year. So um, the, the fittings are taking a little bit uh, longer, but I would say overall, there's a big time trend on the PGA tour of combo sets. You've seen a lot of players do it. Obviously, you know, Phil Mickelson would be one to, to talk about. He's had done it for several years now. I mean, he did it with the Epic uh, Irons and then with the Epic Forge, where he, he had quite a few of the Epic Forged Irons in there, which was kind of a game improvement type of iron with really strong loss, but he bent them weak and that worked for him. But then sometimes he'll have the MBs. I mean, he changes it up a lot, but he'll have the MBs in the, in the upper lofts um, as well. We saw that with um, uh, Dylan Fratelli, I think, uh, last year when we interviewed him as well, uh, Nate. So it's becoming very common yeah, on the Phil, tour. And it'll, it'll be interesting to see what, what combo sets come out. Phil's a quadruple play guy sometimes. Yeah, he is. So he'll, he'll go more. Now, um, just to wrap up here, any last words of wisdom for golfers who are about to go get fit for Apex? Um, any words of wisdom for them in terms of you know the right questions to ask fitters to get the right combo set? Yeah, I, I'm, I'll say one thing, then I'll, I'll let Michael uh, wrap it up. But this is still kind of a niche play, and I want people to know that who are listening on the radio. I mean, we designed the Apex 21, the DCB and Pro, to be used independently, you know, to be used together as a set. That's really the best way to do it. Of course, we encourage everyone to go out and get fit. And for some players, they might need a little bit of help or they want a little bit of, of workability. Uh, but, but really... For most golfers, just having the individual sets, DCB, Apex 21, or Apex Pro is going to be the best. But we wanted to give people more options. 
And uh, what are your thoughts on, on that, Michael? I'll let you wrap it up. Yeah, Dave, that is absolutely spot on. And the thing I was going to say is w- when you go and make, first of all, get fit, period, full stop. You know, that, that's always what we want people to do. And if you're going in thinking, oh, you know, I want a triple play or, oh, I want this, you know, talk to your fitter about why, you know, use their expertise, use their knowledge and say, hey, I, I saw this menu and I, I really like this set. Here's why I think I need that set. And let, let your fitter understand that. And, you know, then you can look at the data and, 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 and talk about it. Well, you know, maybe that isn't the right set. Maybe, you know, just a standard Apex is the right reason, is the right set for you. And maybe you don't need a combo set. Here's why. So, uh, again, no, no issue with going in with some preconceived thoughts, um, but have an open mind. And again, explain the whys to your fitter, what, what parts of your game that are maybe lacking that, that you think these sets would help with. Uh, and they're going to be able to guide you in the right direction. Not everybody needs one of these sets. Um, as Dave mentioned, um, you know, they're very cool. They're fun to talk about. This has been a, a great time to, to relive, uh, you know, kind of how we put this together and, uh, it's fun, but you know this is still the minority, uh, right. if you will, of what needs to be in most people's bags. Fun to talk about, and maybe it's perfect for you, but but maybe not. Talk to talk to your fitter. Now you mentioned relying on a fitter's expertise, and uh, exactly that. Another program that you uh, are are have helped conceive and bring to life is the Calorie Distance Fitting uh, Program. So a wonderful program. You can spend thirty minutes of one-on-one time with a Callaway certified master fitter. And you can start that conversation of uh, if and which of these Apex combo sets um, are right for you. So uh, head over to CallawayGolf.com slash distance fitting to start that. We can have a big thank you, Michael, to you for helping get that program going. And I know it's been just been uh, overwhelmingly positive uh, reviews from the people who have gone through that fitting process. So a wonderful resource for you. Um, and even better that Dave pays for it out of his paycheck for everyone. So <laughs> There we go. Uh, uh, if you have questions um, about this episode or a topic you want us to cover here on The Fitting Room, head over to the Callaway community, callawaygolf.com slash community. Head over to the Fitting Corner thread, and that's the place to go to talk fitting, learn about fitting, ask your fitting questions, and they will all be answered. Uh, the Fitting Room podcast is part of the Callaway Podcast Network. This episode of The Fitting Room was produced by Tyler Sheehan, recorded by Jen Turk, edited by Trevor Miglarino. And this is just the beginning of a wonderful 2021 here on the Fitting Room Podcast. And we'll be back next week with more.